Welcome back to What Do You Want to Watch, the show hosted by myself, Nathan English, and David Dirks. It's David Dirks. And David, this is our 50th episode. Did you know that? This That's crazy. 50. We've done Come half a of 100, you know? Wow. It's almost, we're, we're getting close to where there will be more episodes than Super Bowls that have happened. And, it's true. you know, some people are saying that means that our podcast is better than the Super Bowl as an entertainment experience. Mm. So, some are saying uh, I'm not saying that I'm saying it, but some people yeah. I've heard it out more on, variety. On, yeah. Yeah. yeah I can see dark it. corners of the internet. Yeah. And you know, it's not like when you tune into the Super Bowl, you can just listen to two white guys talk about football. Oh, actually that's what you get every time you tune into the Super Bowl. Um, that's awkward. Anyway, <laughs> up on this episode, we have a recap of everything that happened in the NFL week nine and we have pick them for week 10. And at the top, just want to tell you, we're going to have a very special episode later on this week. David and I will both be watching Black Panther Wakanda Forever opening weekend, and we'll record a pod dedicated mm. solely to that movie. Um, so stick around. I'm assuming a lot of you are going to be going out to the theaters this weekend and watching that. So, But you're probably still going to watch football too, so we're going to talk about that as well. All that's coming up next. All right, week nine of the weirdest NFL season of my life. I feel like uh, the the Bills lost to the Jets, the Packers lost to the Lions, the Rams lost because their defensive coordinator yeah. didn't know that you weren't supposed to play prevent defense on that last drive. <laughs> um, and Malik Willis uh, started an entire game in a, in a touching tribute to Alex Smith uh, without throwing a single pass to a wide receiver, um, played played not only four quarters but also overtime. You know, um, you know, three things that weren't weird about this week, though. What? Number one, the Falcons falconed. Yep. Number two, the Raiders raided. Yep. And number three, Gino had himself another wild performance. We're officially reached a territory where Gino being good is not weird anymore because that's still weird to me. Well, yeah. Hey, some I, like some are legitimately like he's like top five MVP candidate right now in a lot of. Oh lists. yeah, but he's. I mean, he's, he's probably five, like but still, you know. Yeah, he's playing. He's playing like an MVP. Um, mm-hmm. so I, David, let's just let's let's get into best and worst performer of the week. Let's start with worst. Let's go negative first, David. Who you got? Mr. Josh McDaniels. Um, oh my God, he's so not so, good as a coach. Yeah. So. First, just some context. Jags beat the Raiders 27 to 20 on Sunday. That put the Raiders at two and six and the Jags at three and six. Uh, here's why Josh McDaniels is the worst performer of the week, though. Um, from 1960 to 2021, the Raiders organization, Los Angeles, Oakland, Las Vegas Raiders, they had 17, they had five 17 plus leads blown. That counts mm-hmm. regular season and playoffs. That's 628 games between the regular season and playoff. Five of those mm-hmm. games where they had a 17-plus point lead, they blew those. In Josh McDaniels' first eight games with the Raiders, he has three games with 17-plus point leads, and that he, he's blown oh them, my lost God. those games. What? That's what? what? Uh, less, 61 years of football, that happened five times. And in Josh's first eight games, it's already happened three. So Josh McDaniels was previously the coach of the Denver Broncos, right? Um, 
His tenure wasn't really that recognizable other than he started off on a win streak. And what has come out about that win streak since was that they were actually cheating during that win streak and were recording the other team's practices, which was was helping give them an edge. And after they got caught and got in trouble for that, they stopped winning games. Um, I don't know of a situation where a coordinator leaves and becomes a head coach, uh, and both teams are immensely worse because of it. Wait, he was with the Pates, Patriots. Patriots. Pat- well, I just, just make both. Heck? Yes, and the Patriots' yeah. offense is terrible. They're not good. Their offense is really bad. Even though they won this week, it was like, I, I mean, the they beat the Colts. <laughs> yeah. Um, and... So they're worse because Josh McDaniels isn't there. And the Raiders are much worse than they were at the end of the season last year with interim head coach Rich Fasicchia. So, yeah, it's just kind of sad. They have they have like a Pro Bowl, bunch of Pro Bowlers on their roster. They have a stacked team. And they are pretty much eliminated from the playoffs already. They will not, they will not be making an appearance. No, it's, when you have six losses... This early, it's just near impossible to come back. You almost have to win out. Yeah, and they're not going to win out because Josh McDaniels is going to let them screw up another lead. Devontae is already sending rogue tweets uh, that people are reading as just taking shots that Josh McDaniels is not a good head coach and that they'd be better off without him. Nice. <laughs> nice. You, you got to love that happening this early on in his yep. tenure. Um, also... The, the Raiders, maybe they shouldn't hire their own coaches. You know, going it from John Gruden to Josh McDaniels, maybe they should. Maybe they shouldn't be in charge. Somebody take that decision away from Mark Davis. You know, what's take really the decision is away from him. John Gruden was doing better than what Josh McDaniels is doing right now. Right. Yeah. Despite all everything, all the noise and stuff, and yeah. 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 That that. That's yeah, they're not looking good. Like, yeah. does he does he figure this out? He is somewhat new at this. Like, does he figure this out, or do you think this really like he's a one and done even this year? You think? I think we have that. Josh McDaniels is the new Adam Gase. Remember how Adam Gase was the like quarterbacks coach, or the offensive coordinator, or whatever. When Peyton Manning had that insane record-setting fifty-five touchdown like Bronco season, and everybody's like mm-hmm. Adam Gase, coach of the future, and then he got like two head coaching jobs. Off of that, and both of them, he was terrible at. And people were like, oh, wait, maybe Adam Gase can't coach. This is now Mm -hmm. Josh McDaniels. He is getting, which I don't know why we do this, he's getting the Belichick bump, which is so overrated. Coaches that leave Belichick and then coach afterwards, like the the two most famous examples I'm thinking of right now are Josh McDaniels and Matt Patricia. Mm -hmm. Two guys that could not survive as head coaches. The most successful one was Brian Flores, I think. But mm. you're not like the Belichick tree thing's overrated and he gets this bump and he goes to the Raiders and, you know, everybody's been wondering for years, why isn't Josh McDaniels, you know, a head coach? Why is he staying in New England? He should be a head coach somewhere. He had his name floated I, and he's not. And, the, and if I'm a guy like Eric Bieniemy, I'm like, yeah, this isn't, I'm fine. Mm. Stay, stay with the talent, stay with the talented head coach and the great quarterback where I'm at. Because I don't want think, this to be me. You think that's why he hasn't left? He's seen like these pretty even like, within the own chief staff, like Matt Nagy left, didn't do well. And you think right. he's like, I'm like, 
I'm happy here. You think that's where he's at right now? I mean, I would. I, you're not going to get the same recognition, and I guess it depends on your drive. But if you're all about winning, what better situation are you going to get than the one that he's in now? And especially, yeah. this turned into a Chiefs conversation for no reason, but <laughs> screw you. We're, we're both Chiefs fans, so you're going to get that. When Reed retires in eight years, nine years, ten years, if he stays on the staff that whole time, they're just going to elevate him. So then he gets to be the head coach of a team that has Patrick Mahomes on it. It's low key it going to be what Alex long. Smith. It may be five. Yeah. You know? it will, it'll be what Alex Smith did to Mahomes just in a longer span. Reed's low key yeah. just grooming and teaching the enemy yeah. to take over. Yeah. That's what you hope. So, yeah. I, I, all that is to say Josh McDaniel's not good. I could have told you this before the season started. So did most people. If a guy's name gets floated out this much, but he doesn't get a job after having a disaster or one head coaching job, I don't know why you're why are you taking the flyer? I don't I don't get mm-hmm. it. But yeah, that's rough. You know, we your performer of the week is another example of what the hell's going on in coaching <laughs> decisions. So there's that. Uh, my worst performer of the week is the Titans offensive coordinator who will not be getting a head coaching job anywhere. Uh, so this man, I understand in the the the. The Titans, what, gained like 27 yards in the second half in overtime combined on offense, 22, I think. 22, yeah. Um, and no, they have a first down in that. I don't know if they had a first down. Uh, yeah, I don't think so either, actually. Either way, I get at the end of the game, you have to throw the ball that last stride they had in regulation. You have to have Malik Willis throw because you don't have time. In overtime, my guy, why are you making everybody run four verts? Sir, I'm I'm playing against you, and I was like, what is this guy doing? Is he tanking? Is he trying to cost them the game? You have Derrick Henry. You have a running quarterback who had been doing damage to us in the first half, running the ball. Uh, this is the perfect option setup that you have here, and he's not going to throw the ball deep. He, he had one pretty accurate deep ball to a wide receiver that was dropped. He had another one that was a back shoulder that was caught by a tight end. But he's actually a very good throw that was which perfectly was, placed. Yeah, yeah, which was exactly where you need to put it. But why are you not running shallow crossing routes, my guy? What yeah. we gave them a chance. We went forward on fourth down to try and get a touchdown. And we got the fourth down, then had to kick a field goal in overtime. You guys had what five minutes at that point? You could have mm-hmm. run the ball a little. You could have done you didn't have to go for it all every time. So Malik Willis is trying to scramble around and throw the ball. But he can't. He literally can't because there's no guy within 30 yards of him. Yeah. Um, I mean, they had, that's a I, set I just him looked, up for They failure. had one first down, third, fourth quarter, and overtime. They yeah, Mahomes was right when he said that it was not him in the post-game interview that he had on the field. It was for sure the defense. I mean, he helped, but the defense is what won Kansas City that game. Dude, that second half, the defense oh, were that was insane. Jackie, but balled out, yeah. So yeah, we're big Chiefs guys over here. <laughs> yeah, that yeah, that's well, and and honestly, like if you're the offensive coordinator for the Titans, it's tough because everyone knows the Titans' mo, and that's like if we mm-hmm. stop Derrick Henry, mm-hmm. this offense doesn't do anything. We saw when a team can't do that. We saw that in the first half. We we saw mm-hmm. when a team can do that in the second half. Um, well, and so as if you're the Titans' offensive coordinator. You're probably like, man, why we why did we trade trade AJ Brown away? Because he was the guy that gave us, you know, more than one dimension of offense, and now they're still trying to find that guy for them. Mm-hmm. Well, I think another he, they just got to put him in situations where he, it's the 
I do not think Malik Willis is Justin Fields. Don't hear me say that because Justin Fields had a great game this past week. He's oh, looking goodness. really yeah. good. But yeah. that is an example of what happens if you put a quarterback in a position to win. They did not put Malik Willis in a position to win in that game. They took him out of what he can do. They took him out of what was working in the first half. And they said, okay, we want you to stand in the pocket and try to throw four verts. Well, the Chiefs knew exactly what they were doing the whole time. That's why they couldn't get a first down because they they put nine guys in the box for a while. And then at the end of the game, when it looked like they weren't going to ever throw or ever throw short, shallow routes, like, okay, spread everybody out. We'll rush with four. We'll get there in the 15 seconds we're going to have. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was just bad. Uh, so Titans OC, I, I know why a team was playing against you, but do better, dog. Yeah, well, it's almost like the second half. Like, yeah, the Chiefs made adjustments and stopped him a couple times, but then they like he went away from it. Like, you got to keep trying. Like, just because first try or the second try of doing the read option didn't work in the second half, doesn't mean you just throw away the playbook and start. Like, you got to keep trying. Because, mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, the Chiefs were stopping the first couple, but, you know, who knows? They, Nick Bolton makes a wrong read and the third time it works. Or, you know, I don't know, something like that. Yeah, they, but, just, they just did not put him in a position to win, but... Ryan Tannehill had to have been smiling a little bit during that overtime possession. Yeah, I mean, I think you saw that. I'm not saying they would have won that game with Ryan Tannehill, but I definitely would have been more scared when they mm-hmm. got the ball back in overtime. That's for sure. So yeah, two situations when Henry was not literally not on the field. I was like, "We're good. I'm not worried." And whenever I saw a drop back, and just, when he dropped back to pass, I was like, "All right, hopefully we can get a pick off this." You know, like it Which was so it almost did to end the game. Sneed almost. He actually taking that back for six, too. That'd been awesome. Yeah. But yeah. 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 That's um, a good one. That's a good worst performer. So, best performer, David, uh, we already talked about weird coaching choices. Just go ahead. Uh, so, my best performer of the week is Jeff Saturday. Um, this, is the, this is the literal weirdest decision I've ever seen, I think, in my life. Yeah. For, for those who don't know, Jeff Saturday, he is a former Colt. Uh, he's a Super Bowl champion, two-time first-team All-Pro, two-time second-team All-Pro, six-time Pro Bowler. Uh, he's NFL alumni, offensive lineman of the year, Colts ring of honor. Um, he's kind of like the GOAT. Like when the Colts think of a player, they're like, dude, Jeff Saturday was a stud. And he has been working at ESPN. I saw something about like Field Yates was like, it's kind of weird that like I just see him around the office and we talk, but now he is a interim head coach for the Indianapolis Colts. Um, and I, he's the best performance, best performer of the week because you know Jim Mercy was like, bro, we're going to suck the rest of the year. You just want to be the interim head coach and I'll pay you like yeah. $2 million. And he was like, absolutely. You know, like, <laughs> it's not going to hurt him. It's not going to hurt Jeff. Yeah, because he, he can always go back head to coach. his He can always go back to his ESPN job after this doesn't work out, which yeah. I, have you ever – I mean, ever heard of an interim head coach coming not only from a guy who has no coaching experience, but a guy who was not even attached to the team at the time. He's he he is not employed by the Colts before they announce this. The only thing what? I think of, which this is even weirder, but is is the Urban Meyer. But that's not even as weird because he was just a college coach that went, you know, out a couple of years and went to the NFL. But the only coaching experience this guy has was from 17 to 20. He coached at Hebron Christian Academy, private preparatory school in uh, Dacula, Georgia. Yeah, that's the only like coaching experience. Now, he has been a player. He played 
from 98 to 2012. But he doesn't know the playbook. I mean, he no. has no there. This seems like the weirdest interim head coach is literally the purpose of that job is, OK, we just fired the head coach. Something wasn't working. We need a spark, but we need to make sure it's a guy who understands our day to day operations. That's the whole thing you look for an interim head coach. You look for, is this a guy the players respect, which Jeff Saturday, I'm sure, checks off that list. And does he know our day-to-day operations? No, no. Jeff Saturday is the equivalent of applying for a CEO job right out of college. And they're like, actually, do you want dude? (laughs) Yeah, freaking take it. Have it. Like, what? How? What is Jim Irsay doing? Well, you know what's crazy? Two two points. Uh, if I'm offensive coordinator, defensive coordinator, quarterback coach, assistant head coach, I'm pretty like upset because the also the other point of an interim head coach is like, all right, we're gonna plug in Eric Bieniemy because we just fired Andy Reid. You have half the season, and if he seems like he could be a good fit, then we'll hire him. If not, we can look for someone else. So that's like a, almost like a time yeah, period of like, it's, we'll see if this guy can do it. He may have the respect have the to answer. the players. But I can't imagine that any of the other coaches on the coaching staff are thrilled, like top down, because they're all probably looking around like we, you hate us so much. I mean, it, it, yeah, their team is bad. They just they fired their offensive coordinator the week before this. It seems like Frank Wright didn't want to start um, Ellinger, but was kind of forced to essentially. Yeah, I feel like Jer Mercy is like Frank. You're gonna fire your OC, Frank. You're gonna do this. It's like, but yeah. Gu- so guess what? Former player who won the same Super Bowl with Jeff, uh, Jeff Saturday. Guess what former player is coaching currently with the Colts? I don't know. Reggie Wayne? Yeah. Reggie Wayne's already on the staff. He's a wide receivers coach. Like, Bro, it's just like, yeah, elevate Reggie Wayne. He's at least in the building. Like, exactly. What? I, I saw, those guys can't be happy about that. The coaches staff, like, how, what's he going to come in first meeting and be like, all right, get me up to speed on everything. I was listening to a Chiefs podcast and Nate Taylor on Times Ours, he's pretty involved. He's a reporter for The Athletic, writes for them and, and covers the Chiefs, was waiting for this press conference Monday night. And I guess in his press conference, Je- Saturday was like, yeah, we still are trying to figure out who's going to call plays for us this week. On Monday, he said this. The game's sat- the game is Sunday and on Monday, I am- like, we don't know who's calling plays. Bro! <laughs> the Colts are playing the Raiders. This is a rare exception. I will never say this again. I would smash the Raiders minus six. Mm-hmm. I, I would hit it. At, there's the interim coach bump that actually normally is the reverse of this trend where interim coach comes in, energizes a, a bad team, and they, they get a big win. No, I, I do not see that. Smash, smash the Raiders minus six if you're going to be betting I think on it's the, game. the Colts. Apparently, Josh McDaniels was offered the Colts job, and he was like, nah, I'm okay. He like stayed away from it, which is just really sus. Like maybe it's just the Colts organization. I don't know. I can't wait for them. I can't wait for them in three years when Aaron Rodgers' contract is up in Green Bay for them to sign him for like a one-year $35 million deal. That's going to be so Based in Jeff Saturday and he's coaching Aaron Rodgers. (laughs) Well, they play together. So maybe maybe Aaron would listen to him. Uh, So uh, my, no, we're, we're talking, well, we're talking about this as a train wreck, but for Jeff, again, it's a win because he's getting paid a lot to be an NFL head coach for, for no stress, no, no hurt, you know? So, yeah. Cause if he sucks, everybody's going to be like, yeah, that's what happens when you hire an interim head coach outside of the organization in the (laughs) middle of the season. This makes no sense. It's such a, it's such a, just, I don't care 
move by Jim Irsay, but you almost have to just respect it. Um, my performer of the week is Kirk Cousins' personal trainer. Respect him. Um, I don't know. If Kirk Cousins, comeback win against the Commanders. You like that. Obviously, it was trending. They've been doing this thing recently where on the flights from the away games, they put a chain on just cringy, corny dad Kirk Cousins, and he dances around. This time, he didn't have his shirt on. And I want everybody, if you haven't seen the photo, stop and think about what you think Kirk Cousins looks like. Like, without a shirt on. He, he I, I, I mean, I thought he was going to look athletic. I didn't think he was going to have a full-on dad bod. But... I was not expecting Kirk Cousins to pull out the eight pack. Dude is Look it jacked. Up. Look it, it up. Is, He's not seen it. Look it up. It is absolutely insane. Like I, I just can't. I nobody yeah. was like nobody thought Kirk Cousins had that. Come on, we we yeah, were not like he looked like Captain America. What the heck? Bro, how he was getting interviewed on the Pat McAfee show, and he was saying how when he was getting uh, the combine, uh, NFL scouts were there hanging out. There was one day. He, for some reason, like they had their shirts off. Maybe it was just an exhausting strain or, uh, you know, exercise or something like that. And he said that an NFL scout texted his agent and said, I did not know that Kirk was yoked. He really texted <laughs> Kirk Cousins' agent that because he said he used to be even more like in fit. But he's he says, I've realized now that that's not the key to success. I need to, you know, stretch and, you know, build up tissue mass and just help my ways in other areas. But like, dude, he's just... Bro, I I was not ready for that. I thought that video, I was like, this is there's gotta be edited. This is CGI. There's no way this is what Kirk Cousins looks like. They just named Chris Evans people's sexiest man alive. I think <laughs> I, I think if they had they they obviously did that weeks ago. I think if they had the benefit now with, with Kirk Cousins, you know, showing off that bod in the airplane, maybe maybe they switch it. That's all I'm saying. Like I, I just didn't know he that's just that was insane There's, to me. That's got to hurt if you're a Kirk Cousins hater, which I'm kind of, but not really. But like, dude, dude is corny as heck, but all of his teammates love him. He somehow keeps winning games and he's also just jacked. There, like, there are moments in, in teams' histories. I, I can do a couple. Famous one, the Giants boat pick. Right after that, downhill. Mm-hmm. Uh, you have, a, there are a couple years. I don't remember the exact timestamp on this. There were a couple weeks in the prime of, Patriots and Brady, right? Media was like, Brady's done. From there, boom, team mm-hmm. success shoots to the roof. Mm-hmm. Uh, even go to baseball, right? With the Royals, they started the whole 1738. That whole like team mantra started in that 14 wild card run, mm-hmm. and that that helped them. Are we gonna look back when like the Vikings like lose in the Super Bowl or something, and they're like, dude, ever since the Kirk Cousins plane pick, this team has just been cracked. Is are we gonna look back and so, see this? There's two. There's two things. This is going to be a meme either way because the Vikings are making the playoffs like that. They're, they're up four and a half games right now in the division. Their schedule remaining schedule is not very hard. They're going to make the playoffs. This is going to end two ways. And this is a guarantee. One, they're going to make it to slash win a Super Bowl. And that is going to be just the video shared like for. A week Every Vikings afterwards. fan's gonna have that it's on just, the profile yes, picture. That is yeah. going to be people's profile pictures, yes. Or they are going to lose, likely because Kirk Cousins reveals himself as the checkdown artist that he really is in a meaningful playoff game. And then people are going to meme the crap out of that video as well. Either way, we're going to be seeing that again come playoff time. I guarantee it. 
But for right now, Kirk Cousins, riding high on life. And ladies and gentlemen, that is the kind of body you can get if when you go out and grill, you actually grill on tinfoil, which is what Kirk Cousins does. He doesn't put the meat directly on the grill. doesn't mm. want grill marks. Um, hey, man. The, you know, maybe, quite possibly, the whitest way to cook ever. I I, I feel like almost a, a connection with that because in the air fryer, we've put, you a, do. we've uh, put aluminum foil down. Okay. And then you don't very, have to clean it. You don't it's have to very clean it, different. It's very different when you're putting frozen chicken nuggets in an air fryer versus putting a ribeye steak on a grill. No, I know. I'm just um, I would absolutely never do that. What in the world? Yeah. He doesn't the, want the, grill marks or something. The charcoal, the, 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 burn, the, the burn marks the whitest, on the meat make it taste whitest better. Way to it's cook. just proven. I, I just can't. I don't. I don't understand it. But yeah, Kirk Cousins, personal trainer. Shout out to that guy. Whoever he's having a good week. Uh, may have I honestly respect him. Whatever the heck that one dude's name is that tells Tom Brady that he can only eat avocados and probably ruined his marriage somehow. Um, yeah. So yeah, that I guy's having a good Kirk week. Even a little more now, just seeing that. You're like you know what? You have, you have to. my respect. I mean, I mean, you have to. You have to look yeah. at that. So. So yeah, it's, it's been. Again, w- weird NFL season so far. Yes. Um, and so another weird change. thing is David and I are actually kind of cracked at picking these games. Yep. Um, I was looking at some of the people that pick games every week on the Sunday NFL countdown, and they're like sitting below 500 on the season. And you and I are both 26 games above 500. Um, so we're both 81 and 55 on the season. Both of us went nine and four last week. Uh, so we're just putting we up winning numbers. Right. So yeah, we we picked different on two games and we split those. I I won one and you won one. I think. So, yeah, you. Uh, I had the Falcons winning and Chargers beat them twenty seventeen. You had the Commanders winning. Shame on you. And the Vikings won. Okay, the Vikings uh, had to come back at the stud. end. All right, <laughs> leave me alone. Um, if that ref would have been playing better defense, and gotten actually, dude, I saw that. In, I was so like, oh just, my goodness, he just took out the was, Vikings player. That was elite. That was elite. Um, all right, week 10 pick them. Let's see if we can do good again. Up first, we have a Thursday night football game that I don't intend on watching, and that is Falcons at Panthers. Um, so the Falcons beat the Panthers because the Panthers yeah. out Falcons the Falcons a couple of weeks ago. They literally ago. just why played, we, too. Yeah, why are we doing this? This seems this to has be happened happening a couple times really frequently because I'm pretty sure it happens with Chiefs and Broncos later on at the end of this yeah. year. It's happening with Patriots and Jets too. They need to stop doing this like every other week thing. That's Yeah, it's like ridiculous. they play each other, then they had a game this week and they're playing each other again. I don't know why it's so close to each other. On Thursday night too, that. so it's even less time in between than what normally would be if you just two games in 3 weeks. So, yeah. Yeah, Falcons at Panthers. Panthers are plus 3 in this. They've announced that Baker Mayfield is back and will be the starting quarterback. In this okay, game. so give me the Falcons. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was also going to say. Uh, I will be taking the Falcons as well. Although, well, I would, and, I would and Cordero like Patterson's for, back, which is a huge part of this Falcons office offense. Yeah, yeah. I would like for um, DJ Moore to play better, please, so I can oh, win some yeah, fantasy games. You heckin' bomb. I will say what might help the Falcons is they've had to learn to succeed without Patterson. So maybe if they figured something out. Now mm-hmm. adding him, they can continue that way, but still utilize him and not just completely rely on him. So I don't know. We'll we're see. both we're both gonna look real stupid whenever the Falcons like throw up when Marcus Mariota throws a pick six with like eight seconds left. Did you when see they the play this week? The ball down. Yes. Yeah. Dude, Eckler fumbles <laughs> the, and the offensive lineman, the defense line picks it up and they're running back and they 
He and then the he, he drops the ball. He just dropped the ball. Falcons should have won the game, and he just dropped it. Didn't get hit or anything. And then Chargers oh jump gosh. on it, and then they go like 15 yards and kick a game-winning field goal. And I was like, it, the city of Atlanta has had a bad week, too, is the yeah. problem. They had a really bad week, and they, all they needed was a little hope from their football team, and they couldn't get it. Well, okay, I just realized, not near as bad, but Phillies had a rough week, too, dude. All this whole, yeah. like, Phillies riding high, and they lose in the MLS Cup, well, they lose in the World if, Series. If, if Meek Mill had died, I would have agreed with you. But Meek Mill did not die, and Takeoff did. So I kind of forgot about him. That's Meek rude. What, what's oh. he doing nowadays? I wonder. No, Meek Mill. I did not forget about Takeoff. <laughs> um, Even if I did, I wouldn't say that. That's kind of messed up. Meek Mill's probably living it up the fact that the Eagles are good. I don't know. Dex. He's like he's just like Philly's Tech Nine. They just trot him out. Like, <laughs> oh my god, this rapper's from here. It's great. Um. Up next, Seahawks at Buccaneers. This is the Munich Germany game. Uh, the Bucks are favored minus two and a half at this point. Why? Really? Yeah, that's what I'm, that's what I saw. I'm, Why are the Bucks favored? The, the Seahawks are playing game. way better. If I could bet on this game, I'd literally bet the Seahawks. Yeah, I'm I'm taking the Seahawks as well. Dude, I think that there's ESPN's. A... Go ahead. ESPN's analytic matchup predictor have the Buccaneers 83.1% to win. Seahawks 16.8%. Why is that so lopsided? That makes no sense. It's a somebody people think that Tom Brady is going to play better in Germany. I don't really know why. In this um, the game that Chiefs thought would get we thought with the Chiefs would get against the Bucks, I think. Yeah. Cuz there's I'm like really a glad the Chiefs market. They're not they're not playing in yeah. in Germany. Um there, uh, if the Seahawks win this game, the Brady staying in Germany memes are going to be elite. Um, yeah, and so I will be rooting for the Seahawks. Um, yeah, do you know, twenty two hundred yards, fifteen touchdowns, and four picks, and I, Jeff they're Walker's just, they're almost just already... playing better. They're just yeah. playing better than the Bucks. I don't really know how you could dispute that. You could just simply look at their record, um, but they're just playing better. The Bucks didn't Can... look good in their win. Dude, that was the that might have been the worst game of the year. That was so hard to watch on both sides. It was just so yeah. slow. What genius said, "Let's only put two late games." I don't this know. last week, who did that? Roger, I'm talking to you, Roger. Did you get in your that vibe? stupid little sweater in your stupid chair? This last week, I felt put like there games. were like like not many teams playing. Like I feel like there were a lot of teams off. But well, they were. Well, I think there were six teams on a buy this is when all the teams have buys but again just stagger if you put that bears dolphins game in the afternoon slot it would have been great you know because there were like three games that came down to the wire in the noon slot and then the three o'clock slot was like you had to either watch cliff kingsbury try to coach or tom brady try to complete a pat it was tough it was was real tough yeah, uh, it was lonely it was. in those streets. Um, so yeah, the, I'm going <laughs> Seahawks as well. Uh, they're just playing better right now, and also I just want that. I I think it'd be so funny if if the Buccaneers flew all the way to Germany and lost to the heckin' Seahawks. Of course, the Seahawks <laughs> have to travel a lot farther. Is that maybe factored? Do they go the other way? Is that quicker? That's not quicker. There's no way that's quicker. Mm-hmm. But they got to go a lot farther. Yeah, they got to go a long way. Wow, I actually didn't think about that. Mm, mm. Dang. I don't know. Enjoy some pretzels and beer on us, boys. Um, Max, come on. Except not on us because we're not paying for it. Uh, just true. think of us. With when our taxpayer dollars, we are. Yeah. Uh, no. <laughs> not 
I don't know. Pretzels do sound good. Uh, Vikings at Bills. Um, the Bills just lost to the Jets. <laughs> no, oh, gosh. All, all seriousness, I talked about this last week. The Bills rely too much on Josh, and if he doesn't play lights out, this happens. Like, they rely on Josh. That's true. He has a bad game, and look what happens. Like, I, you, you could say the exact same thing about the Kansas City Chiefs. Yeah, but we've we've said that we we've we've established the run though. I know this last but last week was was not that, but we've we've had moments where we yeah. can at least run the ball. That's true. We have That's an true. offensive line, and it's like Sean McDermott. You've had four years now to get a running back and not rely solely on Josh Allen, and he's still just they is, traded for one. They just traded for Hines, and I think he threw more passes to him than they actually running with Hines. Yeah, um, I don't know. I, the the Jets defense is for real. That is I true. will say that. The Jets defense is good. Sauce Gardner is going to win defensive rookie of the year. Um, he might be the best cornerback in the league. Like, yeah. As a he's, he's just playing he's incredible. Real, he's really good. Um, and Allen, yeah. I think if Allen even has kind of a normal game, that that could that game could have maybe gone the Bills way. Um, but he just had a horrendous horrendous game specifically in the clutch he was not good in the fourth quarter um and i'm not gonna lie i i took i took a little joy in that uh they're playing the vikings sorry go ahead bills josh allen the josh allen the bills are now two and six in one score like down to the wire uh games i can't remember yeah but one of those win one of those two was us that's true is the Chiefs. damn also the note for this for this game we're waiting to hear about Josh's elbow. They're doing tests and stuff, so I don't know. Mm-hmm. See, we should, I need to look is, that up real quick. The Bills are favored minus seven and a half. That's because it's at home. It's also November in Buffalo. Um, they're they they have probably one of the top five home field advantages. I would say, uh, mm-hmm. with the other ones being, um. I I don't even know. I mean, you used to say Lambo. I don't even know if that's true anymore. Uh, the Chiefs are one. I'll just say that Arrowhead's the hardest place to play in the league. Uh, but <laughs> I, the Vikings, you know, this is prime time for they gotta they gotta fly there. They gotta fly a charter there. They gotta fly a private back or whatever. And it, we could we could get another Kirk Cousins shirtless chain photo. Uh, <laughs> so, do you think the Vikings can actually pull this off? Do you think that this season is for real, or do you see them come back to earth against a team that's as good as the Bills? Do you want me to read someone's breaking news tweet and they have two followers? Because according to them, there's concern that Allen suffered a potentially seasoned ending elbow injury. Per, um, I'm source call, close, per a source close to the Bills. I will be calling the cappiest cap of caps uh, on that. Um, I hope that's not true. Yeah, I that's just want, never fun. Even though like, we play season. against them, it's never fun. What To your question, we'll find out in this month. Vikings play at the Bills, and then they play the Cowboys at home. They play the Patriots at home, and then they play the Jets at home. Those are four. I think, the, I think they come that back down to earth. I'm going with the Bills here. I don't think they lose back-to-back games. That team's really good. Uh, Josh Allen had a bad game. I don't think that happens again. And I, I'm not inspired a lot by the Vikings, even though they're winning. If you watch their games, a lot of their games are on the other team just screwing up at the end. The Commanders... We're good at that this last week. And Cousins does just throw checkdowns. And I think uh, if he's thrown against a team that can really score like the Bills, he's going to struggle. 
So I, I will be going with the Bills here. Um, Do it. I'm looking you at the know injury you want report because Jordan Poyer's been out. Tredavious White. Yeah, honestly, this is these are big question marks because like if Jordan Poyer, Tredavious White, and Josh could all play with Matt Milano, but which obviously flips the script. But if all those could very well not be playing, which because like if Josh Allen's not playing for the rest of the if year, if Josh Allen's not playing, I don't. He, think they're done. Yeah. They're done. Um, but is their backup? Is their backup? Brian Hoyer. I don't even know. Is it Case no. Keenum still? Yes. I know he went to the. Yes, I think it is. I think it's Case Keenum. Actually, no, that reinforced Case Keenum. Case Keenum's yeah. elite when he has to come in against the Vikings too. I'm staying um, with the Bills. Case Keenum's elite is a backup. I think Josh is so tough. Give me the Bills um, because Josh has had two pretty rough games in a row. So I don't see him having three rough games in a row, and I don't see the yeah I don't see the Bills losing two games in a row like that. Just the, there's a couple teams that just don't lose very often, and especially don't lose back to back games. And like mm-hmm. the Bills and Chiefs have shown that, that they're those teams. Like I just don't mm-hmm. see them dropping back to back games. But I think it will be close. Um, yeah, I agree. Vikings I have agree. a chance, and I think they know that they need to they need to win this game. So uh up next, uh division matchup, Lions at Bears. Oh my. Do you think that okay, so Lions are coming off of their Super Bowl, essentially. <laughs> Bro, that was um, funny. You gotta laugh at that. <laughs> it was pretty good. It was, it was good. Oh. It was decent. I'll give it to you. The Lions are coming off their Super Bowl. They beat a Packers team that actually didn't rest their starters. Last year, they won Week 18, but the Packers were playing nobody because they had already clinched the division and I believe the the one seed at that point. Um, what a world. Wow. That feels so, like a yeah, ago. Yeah. And the Bears could have beaten Miami. They were very close to beating Miami. Chase Justin Fields tackled. <laughs> yeah. That was that was bad, um, but Justin Fields looks like the guy in Chicago right now. Yeah, he. I think they found him. A lot of people are obviously giving him that. Anytime a quarterback's good at running, they're talk, calling him Michael Vick. I see he looks more like Kaepernick to me, the way that he runs and the way that he plays. Yeah. Um, and people forget Pete Colin Kaepernick was a cheat code, uh, especially I, that year they lost. Yeah, in the lost Super Bowl. To the, to yeah. the Ravens, yeah. Um, I the Lions defense was able to stop Aaron Rodgers despite not being able to stop anybody all all day. However, I think the dual threat Bearsness and Justin Fields, I I you give Claypool another week to get on his feet. It, it, Justin Fields can run even a little bit like that, which I think the Dolphins have a much better defense than the uh lions do I, i'm going with the bears here they are also home i should mention and they're favored minus two and a half yeah i think the bears win they scored 32 29 and 33 points the last three games and people are saying like a couple like commentators and analysts like the bears have found their quarterback like fields is the mm-hmm. guy and fields is continually playing better and better and uh i even heard an analyst say like this doesn't help i know but like this is one of the very few like feel good losses a team can have because they did look very good. Uh, mm-hmm. They're just playing against a very good and a very quick Dolphins team. So I think mm-hmm. I think the Bears actually turn out to be pretty good. I don't know what their schedule looks like. Lions, Falcons, Jets, Packers. So I don't know. I, I think there's a chance that the Bears could win some games here, um, but give me the Bears here because yeah, I just. 
I don't know. I don't trust the Lions. Although Dan Campbell did, you know, go home and enjoy it with a beer. So he might be feeling comfortable and confident in his coaching position right now. Yeah. Did that just save his job? Did that save Dan's job or no? Uh, definitely took the pressure off. I, I think that, yeah, he'll, he'll probably be, yeah, he'll, he'll probably be fine. Um, for the rest of the season. I don't know. Also, we should mention Amon Ross St. Brown wide receiver for the Lions is like just really freaking good. Probably doesn't yeah. get mentioned enough. Dude is a top 10 receiver in the league. He's really good. Very, very um, good. But yeah, I'm going with the Bears here as well. Actually, Bears Next, have another Brown too. They have What's, Equiminius. Equiminius St. Brown. His, so brother high. matchup. Brown versus Brown. Yeah. Uh, Amon Ross St. Brown probably on the Mount Rushmore of coolest names in sports right now. Yeah, that's really cool. Amon Ross right, St. Right Brown next, is right so next to Willie Gay. Cool. <laughs> we don't talk about how that's that's just a elite funny sports name. But speaking of <laughs> Willie Gay and the Chiefs defense, they're going to square off against Trevor Lawrence. Uh, Trevor Lawrence will be coming to Arrowhead with the Jacksonville Jaguars, play the Chiefs on Sunday. And one of the rare, this is a noon game, right? Rare noon game for the Chiefs this year. Yep. Um, yep. Here's why I'm scared. This is a game we should win by 40, and that was exactly what I said before we played the Colts. Mm. This is a team that is not playing well. This is a team that is struggling with turnovers. This is a team that is not really that good defensively. Hey, they beat a solid Raiders team this last week. Stop. (laughs) Calling the Raiders solid is rude to solid teams. But here's what I'm happy about. We are not double-digit favorites. Minus nine and a half. Oh, yeah. Why were we was, 12 and a half point favorites versus the Titans? The division. Well, they didn't think the Titans. They didn't Titans. think the Titans could score, which I guess That's, they have a good point. I, the chiefs are going to win this game. I really yeah. hope if we don't, if maybe it's just the AFC South is our like stupid kryptonite for no reason, because even when we beat them, we seem to play bad. Um, mm-hmm. but we, we need to kill this Jaguars team. Uh, and it, we should be in trouble. It Lawrence's is worth nightmares. noting. Like, if you ask, I mean, other than the Chiefs defense, because they balled out, if you ask the team how this Sunday went, they would not be happy with the performance. So that is, like, encouraging of, like, we're not coming off, like, a 44-15 to 15 win versus the Titans. It's like, we the offense couldn't figure it out, so they're going to kind of be determined yeah, so to figure that out. Yeah, so maybe this is a get-right game. Yeah, I, I think it could be, because then the, afterwards is a now-flexed primetime game versus the Chargers. Do you think... Do you think that by the time, how long will I have to hear about the Chiefs now longer having Tyreek Hill in the offense? Oh, Going the rest drive. of the year. But, but how, the rest like, year. When, 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 like five years from now, maybe we'll stop talking about it. Like, I am so tired. Anytime mm-hmm. there is any sort of screen pass, any sort of, they're like, Tyreek Hill would have just probably run that for a touchdown. You're like, shut up. All right. I think you guys are also forgetting about the fact that Tyreek Hill was addicted to trying to catch with his body and to dropping wide open passes. Mm-hmm. So I love the guy. Yeah. He's playing like an MVP candidate right now, but can we stop? Also, can we not call Kadarius Tony the next Tyreek Hill? That is rude to everybody involved in that scenario. Also, though, I, not only did Kadarius Don't. Tony have a couple good catches, did you see some of his blocks? Yeah, he he, put, he was he was he getting put Bud Dupree on his butt blindside. It was you, nice, but 
Did you see um, the TikTok the on the Chiefs TikTok page? Um asking everybody who their favorite player was. Did you say that? Yes. I did. Go what back and watch that. Now? Um and look at Kadarius Tony's face. One of the scariest things we've ever seen. Okay. <laughs> he, I know he has the uh, he has the uh the grill, like the full on like jewel. He looked Real, like right? he looked like the Green Goblin, like the wide smile <laughs> in his eyes. It was it's terrifying. I know he's big look, eyes. Look, he's like look at it. Like, yeah, he yeah he's he. It, I was scared. I, I was <laughs> real scared. Um, watching it, but yeah, hopefully he That's can get more involved in the offense in the future. I, yeah, he's my forty here though. Yeah, this is a game that could easily be lost in the shuffle, and nobody will talk about because it's a noon game. That's not. No, I don't think anybody's gearing up for Jack's Chiefs. So. I kind of like that. noon games. I think there's just a lot less pressure, you know? Yeah, because if you lose a noon game, it's like if we lost against the Titans, it would have really sucked on Monday. Mm-hmm. If you lose a noon game, you can kind of try to rinse it off almost before you get to Monday morning. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, that sucks. Uh, up next, Browns at Dolphins. Dolphins are only minus four in this game. Why? The Dolphins should be like eight-point favorites. I don't get this. What if the Browns their, shown? I think anyone? it's their defense. The Dolphins have a really bad defense. Yeah, but do the Browns have a really good offense? I mean, but there is a scenario of like we're gonna have game's... we're gonna have the ball for thirty five minutes and Nick Chubb's gonna run for one hundred fifty yards like that. You know what I mean? This game's not happening in prime time. Jacoby Brissett is not gonna play well. I'm picking the Dolphins. <laughs> Fair. Yeah, give me the Dolphins. You can't teach speed. And I think, I mean, Waddle there is a scenario. Hill is an insane combo. Yeah, there is a scenario in which like the Browns do average like six and a half minute drives, and Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt literally just, just roll down the field and just continue to score, which would probably throw the Dolphins game plan off. But it's one of these games and one of these teams where like Dol- Browns are going to have to have, like play a perfect game, and their game plan is going to have to go exactly to what they wanted for them to beat the Dolphins. So, mm-hmm. which is tough mm-hmm. to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, up next, Texans at Giants. Giants, Giants minus six and a half. I think both of these teams were on a bye last week. Um, yeah, Davis Mills has the longest neck of all time. He's, uh, he's not. There's no way he's real. I don't, he know, can't be I don't real know if person. that. I don't know if that means anything. Uh, but <laughs> he does. Just remember, he's got a long neck. The Giants. It, it feels weird because they were off, so we didn't have another week talking about how in the frick are the Giants actually good. Um, the Texans are really bad, though, and I, I think that the Brian Dable is going to keep up the the run game, and I think Daniel Jones does enough to win this game. I'm going Giants here. Oh wait, Texans played the Eagles this last week, Thursday night. I thought uh, that's why I thought it was ago. a buy. Yeah. Giants yeah, yeah. did have a buy though. Okay. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. All I know is the over under is 40 and a half right now. And I'd just be just all in full house in on my, on the under because both of these unders love just unders are hitting this year too. A lot, yeah. A lot give, of yeah give me the giants on. for sure. You already filled it in because there's no way. Texas yeah. Are. Yeah. Uh, they did. They did make that Eagles game a little bit more interesting. I, I'm just it's true. again. Again, guys, let's not forget that there was a Steelers team that was 11-0 at one point during the end of Ben Roethlisberger's career. All right, and then let's lost just, in the first round. Of the let's playoffs. all keep this in mind. Bad. Just let's all remember it. Um, I'm not saying they're f words, but I am floating that they might be frauds. Maybe uh, frauds, maybe frauds. 
Uh, Saints Steelers. Um, I don't want to watch this game. This is get this off of my TV. What in the heck? Uh, yeah, I don't even. The honestly yeah, was the, I'm less the next after seeing the Ravens just kind of whoop the Saints. Yeah, the next three games we're going to talk about are games I never. I don't even know if I want to watch highlights from. I may just read box scores. Um, Saints, they're they're a team, you know. <laughs> They exist, and they are. You would say, "Hey, well, the bright side is the Saints aren't very good. They're three and six, but they keep losing. They get a good draft pick. The Eagles have their first round draft pick, guys. So that's not even good news for them. And the Steelers, they had a bye week. It's the best they've looked all year. Yeah." Um, <laughs> That's all. That's all that needs to be said there. I'm picking the Sorry, Steelers. Steelers I'm just gonna do it. I'm picking Ooh. the Steelers. I just want to do it. I gotta. I gotta mix it up a little. I'm just gonna pick the Steelers here. What? I'm just trying to think. Like, just zooming out. Why are the Steelers? I don't know. Maybe we, I should, oh. should know how the how the Steelers are bad. But like, think about like the Mike Tomlin, Najee Harris. Wait. You have yeah. Wait. Wait. Isn't this the game? Is TJ Watt back? I thought I saw something on Twitter about that. Um, could have been from somebody who just paid to be verified, though. Thanks, Elon. Uh, Their uh, injury report has him on IR still, but ESPN may not have updated that yet. Steelers anticipating TJ Watt and Demonte Kazee return this week. Mm, TJ Watt's back. Steelers bump. I'm going Steelers. Mm. Let me look at the Saints schedule real quick because I think I have a theory. Also, friendly reminder to everyone, um, just in case you forgot, uh, Michael Thomas, the man who signed one of the largest contracts in NFL history for a wide receiver, who played like seven games um, in 2020 and then didn't play at all this last year, and then this year is back. Um, he is out for the season with a toe injury. So... Yeah. Thomas, so, dude. yeah, Michael Thomas. Um, looked look for a while like the best one ever. All right, Saints. Look, we're splitting a game finally. You're going to look dumb when TJ Watt is just absolutely wrecking that offense. Facts. Um, what happens if when uh, the red, red-headed rocket stop. ship, whatever, stop. throws for three really? touchdowns? Yeah. You did, yards and three touchdowns. You didn't even feel it when you were saying it. You, just, they, you were they love to win, lose. They love to win, lose, win, lose, win, lose, win. So they lost. I think. Okay. I think the, if the pattern but follows, they have they'll win. They have double the losses that they have wins. So that means That's they true. don't always rotate. Like it's like a song: win, lose, <laughs> lose, win, lose, lose, win, lose, lose. So wouldn't. Okay. No. <laughs> um, all right, Broncos. Broncos at Titans. The offense in this game. Let me tell you, it's gonna suck. Uh, wait, let me see what the over under is in this. It has to be like ten. Wait, can we guess? Let's guess. Let's uh, guess. Put in a guess. Uh, I'm saying thirty-seven and a half. I'll go thirty-five and a half. It's thirty-nine. Wow. Hit the under. I'm betting everything that I have on the under. So I think Tannehill might be back for this game. Um, Russell Wilson will obviously be playing in this game. It is an away game, so he will have the opportunity to do high knees on the flight to Nashville. Been to the Nashville Which, airport. Nice, nice airport, guys. Taylor Swift's got a private hangar there, too. Mm, um, shout out. I heard the door. 
Shout out Taylor Swift. Your new album was mid, but it's not your fault. Well, it is. It's yours. Oh, never mind. Oh, David. That's I was going to finish that. Dangerous. Um, we have a lot of Taylor Swift very fans, dangerous. Maybe. TJ, don't show Delaney this part of the podcast. Uh, I mean, statistically, we probably do have Taylor Swift fans with how big of a following she has. Yeah, that's true. Uh, switches are coming for you. Um, I, I'm going to pick the Titans and just because the Titans defense is real tough. They, they were a tough out that entire game. I think if the offense has just a level, any bit of threat of passing the ball effectively, they can still be a really good team. Um, and really good is relative. I, I think they can easily win this division and maybe, maybe make a divisional round game. Um, but the Broncos, uh, you're not going to pay me to pick them at this point. Um, so I'm going to go Titans. Yeah, Titans are really good. Um, the best part of the Broncos defense is their secondary. But if you only run with Derrick Henry, then that's not affected. Um, Broncos just traded away Bradley Chubb, too. Uh, so, oh, yeah, that's right. We haven't seen them play since they did that, right? Correct. So I think Titans win. Although there is one concern. But that, some of this is just the Titans. They're so that game was so incredibly physical. You have to wonder, like, will there be like a letdown, like emotionally, physically? But Titans do play I, just physical I, all the time. I think That's they might MO. just. I think they might just be angry after losing that game, having that lead for so long, losing it in the end. And and Vabril is very good about like he knows how to get like the team. Like the team loves him and, and respects him and is so physical and meets the physicality that he's like kind of expects of them. And That's. That's honestly how they've stuck in games, despite their lack of talent the last couple of years. Is they're just so physical and they make you play their style of football. Yeah, uh, and if you're just if you're thinking head to head, like who would you rather have, Rabel or Hackett? Especially if this game is close and in a late game situation, yeah. Rabel for right. sure. So easy. So yeah, uh, both of us go on the Titans there. Up next to end the cancel my TV subscription because I saw this on my TV games it is colts at raiders so one we've already talked about i'm picking the raiders because the, the as we mentioned at length the colts have a interim head coach who has not even looked at the playbook until probably tuesday morning um yeah give me the raiders so, so yeah raiders uh this that th- there is an element where this game could be like hilarious um because it's so bad it's funny like Three turnovers so, each, and just no yeah. one wants to win, and miss kicks. Yeah, this could be just the three Stooges, uh, Josh McDaniels, Jeff Saturday, and then maybe you could throw Jim Ursay in as the third, or Mark Davis. Um, it's it just a recreation of that in a football game format. So, although this this does seem like I feel like a game for the Raiders, get embarrassed twenty four nothing, blow lead twenty seven twenty. They're just so upset and they play so well and dominate. And then they're like, oh, the Raiders, no. maybe they figured mm-hmm. it out. And then the next not week, against they're the like, Chiefs. Oh. The Raiders don't know how to play well unless it's against a division opponent. It's true. So, yeah. It's true. But I, yeah. I guarantee that freaking the next game that we play against them later this year, they're going to play like they're a playoff team. Guarantee it. They're going to play great. It's the very last game of the year. So depending on what that looks like. We're not going to uh, do it. We're probably still going to be that, fighting for seeds. Yeah. I, I don't think we'll have it. We need the Bruh. Bills to lose again. This we is, really I'm need just the Bills say to it. lose again. You can yell at me for jinxing it. We'll be in the one seed, and they'll be like, if we beat the Raiders, we get the one seed, and the Raiders will beat us the last week, and we'll fall to the two seed. Just That's just going to happen. Yeah, you're probably right, actually. Um, oh, my gosh. 
So Raiders, we're both going Raiders there because the game the game doesn't take place on Saturday. <laughs> it takes place on Sunday. Maybe if this was a college football game, I'd have more faith in Jeff Saturday. Uh, nice. Cowboys at Packers is up next. Packers are home, but they are home dogs plus five, which is pretty significant. Uh, home field's normally worth around three points, two and a half, three points. So that if you think about it, the, the Cowboys, if this game was home, the Cowboys would probably be favored double digits almost. Um, I think I, what, what is wrong with the, the Packers are broken. Like, I don't, I, they have a lot of injuries, but every week Aaron Rodgers in his pros game press conference gets on there and says that they need to simplify an offense, which I think he's obviously saying for other people, you would hope because Aaron Rodgers has been playing football forever and has been on the Packers almost as long as as long as people in high school have been alive. alive. So, yeah. So he should be, that shouldn't be his problem, but I, what He also said this week, did you see like, he subtly said this week, like, yeah, you know, I made the decision to come back to play this year, but um, sometimes you regret the decisions you make. Like he legit said that post game and people are like, oh yeah. Duh. Yeah. Like, I don't, you, if you haven't lost your locker room, you just did by saying you shouldn't be playing this year. Like, they know you're not all in. I don't know. I think it's Aaron. Like, he's not looking good. And, like, that's why, like, he's, yeah. I, I listen to a podcast of, like, yeah, there were rumors of Tom uh, retiring, but Tom never said that, right? So the locker room knew that Tom was all in when he said, no, I'm still playing. What do you, but, like, when Aaron Rodgers flirts with retirement, the team that he's on is like, Okay, are you all in or not? And when you don't have a quarterback mm-hmm. all in, like you can easily lose a locker room, especially with how unsuccessful they're being. And I think, I, yeah, it, Aaron has just never been a locker room guy. He's had the locker room because he's been winning. That's why. Because even in the seasons where they start off slow, you're like, this is not on Aaron Rodgers. He's like playing insane, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but you can't say that this year. Aaron Rodgers looks like the 20th to 25th best quarterback in the league so far. Um, and they've paid him over a hundred million dollars. So I I don't know what's going on. I, what I do know is that Micah Parsons is good as Frick that this Cowboys defense, um, at times has been really bad, but turn gets people to turn the ball over something that Aaron Rodgers is struggling with right now. And that their offense seems to be clicking, uh, Tony Pollard, CD lamb and Dak Prescott seem to be kind of, kind of moving forward at a pretty good clip right now. I think their offense is better when Ezekiel Elliott is not on the field. I don't think that's a controversial statement. Um, and this is a revenge game. This is the Des caught it revenge game. Give me the Cowboys. Mm. That's a good point. Yeah. I, I mean, I think the Cowboys potentially even cover, um, they mm-hmm. are allowing, I mean, they all have to win by a touchdown. Well, that's true. Uh, they're allowing 16.6 points per, Per game, which is second behind the Bills, um, very good defense. Uh, I, I mean, I know there's like a rivalry, and I, I even like when you have teams, one team struggling, like Mizzou, Kansas for a couple of years, and basketball, like Mizzou wasn't as good, but because it's a rivalry, it somehow ended up like going to overtime. I don't mm-hmm. think the Packers are good enough to make it like a close game in this rivalry. Um, yeah, I think so. they're just they're outmatched pretty much every single position at this point. And they don't have Especially, a lot of faith in themselves uh, and faith in their coach. And so, yeah. They also just lost um, 
their best linebacker this year. I think he's up. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tremendous loss. Um, Rashawn Gary is out for the year with a 20 CL. They're yeah. like stud backer. So uh, that on top of just two of their receivers on the injury report and Lazard not being able like, they're just falling apart, man. They're just having a season from hell. So, yeah, yeah uh, both on the Cowboys there. Uh, up next, Cardinals at Rams. Is, who the heck knows, dude? Who is having a worse time right now? Sean McVay, who had the chance to retire on top, like he said, and go work for Amazon and get paid a billion dollars. Or Cliff Kingsbury, who every single week looks like the saddest character actor who couldn't get, who keeps getting killed off in the first episode of every, every TV show he joins, uh, which is what Cliff Kingsbury looks like at this point. Um, who looks at that giant play sheet and has no idea what to do with it. And I, I don't know. This, this shows you how I feel about these teams. I think I trust Kyler Murray more than Matt Stafford right now. Oh, my gosh. Which yeah, just you're shows probably you right. The state of both teams. Uh, give me the Cardinals. Um, <laughs> since Hop's been back, they've scored 34, 26, and 21 points. Um, the offense is scoring. Um, I don't really trust anything with this Rams team. I mean, I, they, yeah, they beat the Panthers 24-10, but then they dropped 14, lose to the Niners, dropped 13 points, and had every reason to win that game and lose to the Buccaneers. Blown out by the mm-hmm. Niners on the 3rd of October, lost to the Cowboys. I, they just don't look good at all. At all. Mm-hmm. Uh, even Ramsey, who beginning of the year is like, he might be cornerback number one. Jalen Ramsey is not looking very good. He's getting beat over the top. And Stafford, I saw his, he came off the field Sunday with his hand just bleeding. Like, I think he's just getting more and more beat up. Yeah, their um, offensive line is the worst offensive line I think I've seen in a long time. Even worse than the Joe Burrow line was last year and worse than the Chiefs line was when they made that Super Bowl run. I, I could be wrong. I've not even heard Aaron Donald's name. Like, he was really, he was really good in that Bucks game. He he okay. was he was wrecking that Bucks game. He's a big reason why the Bucks couldn't get anything going on offense okay. for most of the game. Um, I'm gonna fade you here, and I'm gonna fade the Cardinals. I'm going with the Rams. Uh, I don't think the home thing matters. What I do think matters is the fact that there is no, there can't be any faith in Cliff Kingsbury at this point. Um, I think the Rams defense is playing well enough to stop Kyler Murray. Uh, the only time that the Cardinals look good is when Kyler Murray ad-libs on a play. Their their play calling is terrible. The Rams defense was real good ex- with the exception of the last drive in that Bucks game. And there is a little bit of Ramsey said something after the game about like, you know, we need the offense to play better. Um and mm. I I think I think that they could play if they play better than just they played last game. I think they can beat the Cardinals. I think this Cardinals team is not good at all. They just look dejected whenever they play, and they're getting beat soundly. They're they're not losing like against decent teams. They're not losing close games. You could qualm with whether the Rams are a decent team. I, I just agree with them more. And also, I will be rooting for Cooper Cup anyway, as he is on my fantasy team and is their entire good offense. Point. Um, but they're the the Cardinals defense is just a sieve at this point. Um, so I, I don't have any confidence that they can stop hey, anything the Rams are doing. Teams, some being like two, but who? They're not last. 
Uh, I'd say they're better than the Lions and maybe the Dolphins defense. I don't think that Dolphins defense has given up. I will give you. I will give you the Lions defense. I will not give you that Dolphins defense because the Dolphins defense played well against Josh Allen. Give me a good quarterback that the Cardinals defense has played well against. So yeah, I'm. I'm going with the Rams here. So we're splitting. We got two differences going into the the primetime games. Uh, Sunday Night Football Chargers at 49ers. 49ers minus seven. Uh, Niners. Uh, Chargers, Yep. Dis- despite winning that game last week, only won it because the Falcons lost it, um, which sounds stupid, but you know which, what I mean. Oddly enough, that's happened with the Chargers. Multiple times because they should yeah. have lost to the Browns as well that way, and they didn't. Uh, Chargers are another, they're like the Raiders. I think they only get up for games against division opponents. Um, and if they're not a division opponent, I just, they just don't seem to be something don't seem to be up for it. Justin Herbert looks fine. I think we uh, kind of over blew the Justin Herbert quarterback of the future thing a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, he looks decent. He's got to get some better skill players though. Austin Eckler, I know had a Pretty cool touchdown run, but fumbled and was dropping passes left and right. They're, the team's just not looking very good. And again, Chargers till they're injured. So Niners, yeah, yeah Niners win for sure. They're, they since, I mean, I, I think they're fine anyway. I heard a stat: Jimmy G's won seventy three percent of his starts. That's pretty impressive, despite what we mm-hmm. say about Jimmy G. And mm-hmm. they surrounded him now with Christian McCaffrey, and uh, they looked yeah. good against the Rams. Now they're on a bye week and. This team can only get healthier, and when they do that, I, I think they're gonna look pretty good. So I trust a coach like Shanahan off of a bye as well. Um, yeah. Yep. So, yeah, uh, Niners there. Uh, last game Monday Night Football: Commanders at Eagles. <laughs> yeah, I, Eagles. I don't. Not. I don't yeah, think. I don't, don't think they Eagles, cover though. Don't think they oh, cover. You know, I think. I was about to say. I think, I think Eagles cover. No, I think Taylor Heineke does some some weird. Um, just some weird stuff. Uh, it probably cost the commanders the game with a brutal backbreaking pick, but also keeps them in it. So I, I don't think they cover, but I'm going Eagles. City of Philly needs it. You won't pick they the do. commanders to win. You won't. No, I won't. It's a, it's a must win game. It's a must I'm not win game. The, you know what? If Dan Snyder announces between now and then that he's selling the team, count me in as commanders. Okay. Like if he has announced that there is a buyer for the team, count me in as the commanders in this pick. Okay. Didn't you like? Didn't you like uh, hire like a bank somebody like th- Bank of America is helping him with the search. So people said either he signed the team or he's looking for something. I can't remember what the terminology was, but yeah, I don't know what's necessarily going on there, but I know that a lot of Washington fans are just hoping and praying that he just sells the team so they can just get rid of him. Is it? Just Did you see the three people that have been cited though as potential buyers? Three is just uh, the weirdest and most random people. Wasn't it like Bezos, Jay Z, and like I don't know Matthew McConaughey? <laughs> Those three yeah. have been like sourced, Dude. like legit sources of like potential Dude, buyers. Matthew McConaughey. First of all, I don't That'd think be... Matthew McConaughey has enough money to own an NFL team. I actually know that he doesn't have enough money to own an NFL team, so he'd have I think to be he part has of a pretty fat deal with Lincoln though. You gotta forget. You don't can't forget that too. Stop! Stop telling me his Lincoln deal is not worth four billion dollars, David. Hey man, um, I, all I know is a legit. To think of it, I don't know if Jay Z has enough money to buy a team. He's not um, dropped anything in a while. Well, he's got. That's not how he makes his money. Um, but 
I I think Jeff Bezos buying it would be funny. I think objectively it'd be way funnier if Matthew McConaughey bought it and then they did like some sort of all right, all right, all right thing. Um, him not owning a team in Texas though feels weird. According to like... celebritynetworth.com. <laughs> no. Yes, my um, favorite site I frequently visit. $160 million is $160 million. You couldn't even pay Aaron Rodgers' contract. Jay-Z's $1.3 billion. Yeah. Do I even need to look at Bezos? uh, It's like north of $100 billion, isn't it? But I think you get... These guys could probably get loans. $114 billion. And in what way is Matthew? Okay, do you understand the difference between 160 million and four billion dollars? Hey, he's from Texas. I, I don't. I don't know what that has to do with anything. All, yeah, I don't know. All I saw is is people talking it's, about it. I don't know. It's like, a rather. It's a rather big difference. There's no way Matthew McConaughey can afford that. He can be one of a humongous group of people trying to buy it, but he's maybe no. that's what it is because like. People are saying that he was seen there. I don't know. Because if, yeah, who knows? Yeah. I, he, I'm he a Matthew McConaughey fan. Uh, yeah, I am. I, it's, he's fine. I, I don't. He's okay. I mean, he's not better than Will Smith. Those probably two are the two of the greatest actors of all. I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm just trying to. I'm kidding. Will Smith. For those who don't know, I, I joke with Nathan a lot about Will Smith and movies. Will so Smith probably could have bought it, uh, bought the team if he, he didn't punch. Chris Rock in the face. Yeah, uh, that, you know that actually like that actually happened. I just look back sometimes, like we actually saw that live. But there's no way the Oscars are going to be more entertaining this year than they were last year, just because of that. We're going to have way better movies, I think, in the Best Picture race. We Oscar already talked so about this movies. NFL pod. Um, Top yeah. Gun Maverick is going to be nominated for Best Picture probably, um, but I, unless Tom Cruise like punches. Um, I don't know, David Spade. <laughs> when David Spade's presenting, it's it's not gonna be as funny. Yeah. So you can only hope right. though. Mm, yeah. But that was all the games. We did it. Yeah. But we picked it. That dude, it's week 10. That's crazy. Um Yeah, we're over halfway. It's yeah. awesome. It looks like it's we're recording this. It is six forty five right now, and it has looked like midnight here for approximately an hour and a half. Yeah, that's always um, trippy. Like the first couple of weeks of like, dang it, man, it's dark. I, I'm tired. I gotta yeah. Go. Oh, it's five thirty. Oh, I guess, I guess I can yeah. watch a movie. You know. Yeah. Dog, so it's I. I'm not. I'm not enjoying it. Uh, this has got to be rough mm-hmm. for Kirk Cousins and Tom Brady. They they probably hate this time of year. That's true. Kirk may not be playing well if if it's not a noon game. If it's a three twenty five game, it's gonna be dark by the time the game's over. Yeah. Yeah. He's he's not liking that. Ooh. Mm-mm. He sees the Ooh. stadium lights come on and he probably ah, does a little Twitch jump scare. A little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Dang, he's unsettled. Man. It's like, you guys see those? What are they? Like the lights, Kirk. And he's like, oh, I don't like them. I don't want to be under them. He's being ghosts. Sam Darnold. Shout out, Sam. Yeah, come on. Hey, uh, go look up Kirk Cousins without a picture, uh, without a shirt, first of all. Um, do that this yeah. week. Um, also, a reminder. Research history. Yeah. Also, a reminder that we'll have a. Uh, emergency slash special episode for the black panther uh wakanda forever movie we are both looking forward to it so much i really good hope reviews it's good. so far i'm um, gonna cry is, i'm gonna cry in a movie oh, theater full of strangers yeah the first the first chord of like rihanna seeing that's gonna hit, <laughs> i'm just gonna start crying like 
<laughs> just bawling was, like a baby. The yeah. production agencies are still on the screen, and I'm just like, you know. <laughs> so, um, yeah, this has been What Do You Want to Watch? Episode 50, 5 0. Come on. Uh, mm. What do you want to watch? Uh, Nathan and David talking it up. It's football season. We've been talking about it, and you've been listening to it. We'll see you later. Go, Chiefs.